testing, testing. Testing, testing. Testing, testing. All right, here we go. Hey, cousins, it's your girl, Wit, and we are here with our very first guest of Boo Honey Child. Yeah, we went there. We're here with a very special guest, uh, Quatoya Murray, who is a horror aficionado, and she is here to, you know, give us a scoop on I Know What You Did Last Summer, as well as all things Halloween and horror. So sit back, relax, and get ready for all the thrills and chills. I'm going to kick it over to Miss Murray and let her introduce herself to the cousins. Hey cousins, I'm Quatoya Murray, Toya for, you know, whoever wants to call me Toya. Right. Uh, I am the editorial manager for TCM and Filmstruck. I am also a writer. I write film reviews, social critiques, all that good stuff under the moniker The Cinephiliac. There's lots of good things over there. You need to check it out. You know, why don't you just go ahead and um, do you want to do any promotion of any pieces or anything in particular? Ooh, well, in the spirit of Halloween, uh, feel free to go check out a post that I did on The Brood, which is a film by David Cronenberg in 1989, something like that. I did a piece on The Brood and also this movie called The Taking of Deborah Logan, mm-hmm. where I talk about how... Uh, have these two specific films and horror take disease and they kind of use disease to see what happens if that manifests into something oh, physical. Jesus. So how that goes into the supernatural. Yeah. So yeah. Huh? Go www.thecinephiliac C-I-N-E-P-H I-L-A-I-C Hey, we had a Millie Rock on it. Y'all couldn't see it, but we Millie Rock with every letter. Um, you know, Hooked on Phonics. I don't know if that program like still that. is out there, but guess what? You got to listen today, cousins. Okay? So um, go and check out, you know, Cinephiliac. Toya, she's real nice with those words and all that good stuff. And we're going to hop on in here. Now, Toya, tell the people what you remember about I Know What You Did Last Summer. So I remember mostly the and I meant to look up clips before I like got here and I it's totally fine. forgot to do it's that. Fine. But so I the main thing I remember about I know what you did last summer is that first part, that whole first I, and I believe that's just the first intro before it gets into the movie where they're at the party or whatever they leave in the party. Mm-hmm. They're all in the the limousine like hey, like all too happy. <laughs> then somebody gets hit. That whole scene where they initially hit somebody. And it's them all freaking out like, oh my God, what are we going to do? That's yep. like the thing I remember the most. I've And I remember that and I remember the ending. And only because, oh, so the ending with Jennifer Love Hewitt of, what are you waiting oh, for? Oh, that was the ending? Because yes. I remember they spoofed that in Scary, scary, scary Movie. movie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So thank that's you. mostly the only reason I remember that <laughs> is because I was obsessed with Scary Movie 1 and 2. I watched those two <laughs> so many times. It's ridiculous. So most of my memory of I Know What You Did Last Summer is based off of a Scary Movie. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah, so you know, I didn't know that. I didn't remember that was the ending. But as I was researching for this episode, I didn't know a lot of things about this movie. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, it's been like what twenty some years. Been, yeah, it's you know, officially twenty. Okay, that I'm, was ninety six. Your girl, so yeah, nineteen ninety six, and yes, yeah. it's been officially twenty two. You know, I, Damn. I'm not a spring chick, but I can still get out there. You know, and this. This movie, I felt it was so connected to a, a time, you know, in mm-hmm. life. And um, 
it was um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. She had a lot of cleavage going on, yes. and she was in these streets. Oh, we have a hold on. Our uh, our PA is trying to interject with a question. She hit us with the black usher in church, one <laughs> finger in the air. Yes, how can we help you? Yes, uh, PA Wick here. So uh, I want to know how old were you guys whenever uh, I know what you did last summer premiered. It was in 96. So that was 96. Then. I was like 10. Like, I had to be 9. Yeah, because I was born. I'm an 87 baby. So then I was 10. And I, did, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it Me when either. it was rerunning on TV all the time. Too, it was too mature, I feel like, for yeah. right. that well, age. I would have, I definitely would have went to the theater with that because I had an older brother who's mm. nine years older than me. So, like, we would go, oh, okay. I would see all types of stuff I probably shouldn't have seen in theaters because then when I got to a certain point, we would split up where he'd go, hey, I'm going to go see this movie. You go see whatever mm. you want to go see. So I would walk in and out of movie theater. Oh, it that was, so it was the life. It was the life. And it first happened because I wanted to see Good Burger. And he was like, no, I'm not seeing this movie. You go see whatever you want to see. So I'm I went saw, watch porn. I saw Good Burger by myself. And then after that, it set it up that we could trust each other so that we went off to go do what we needed to do. It was nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so... I got a little confused as I was researching on the different films, and I remember there was some black people here and there, because I remember there's one with Brandy. Second one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, I think Bay was Makai Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I didn't know mm-hmm. Makai Pfeiffer was I in that. I remember Makai Pfeiffer in that yeah, one. Yeah, he died early, I think. I don't remember. I don't even remember I don't think he, he lasted died. too long, but do we ever? And you know, that's one of the things <laughs> we we're going to get into today. We gotta, yeah, we got to get on that. We we're going to get, get into that. that. We're going to get into this. Let's hop into these questions. Okay. First thing up. Toya Murray, did you participate in Halloween as a child? And if so, what were your costumes? Yes. I have always loved Halloween ever since I was a kid. But my mom, very Christian. So, you know, was very much like, I'm going to let you enjoy this little holiday, but you're not going to get too crazy. So I was a witch. It was just, that was it. So I was a witch for about like every year (laughs) up until... I mean, I don't remember my costume changing until college. And then, because it it was always some form of a witch. So something easy, oh, you put the witch hat on, you get the fake fingers. Maybe I I was like a vampire maybe for a few days, like a few uh, years. Um, uh, In high school, I don't remember dressing up at all. So I don't think I did anything in high school. I just would stay home, watch movies with people. Um, And then in college... Uh, once I got past the sexy phase of like, oh, I guess we got to be sexy. I'm a sexy mad hatter. Then I started doing what I wanted to do. So I was Carrie one year. Okay. Um, yes, I did the whole dress. Do you have dress. pictures? Yes. Please show pictures. me that. I will definitely My show Lord. you. Um, I was Carrie one year. I was Jigsaw mm. uh, two years ago for did Halloween. You have the I wish I had the okay. trike. I didn't, but Girl. I had the white face paint and everything. And then last year um, at work, I was. Um, Oh, what's her name? Betty Davis's character and whatever happened to Baby Jane. Oh so my gosh, we Terry just recently Coleman. watched that. Did y'all? We just recently watched that, okay. and it was a trip. It's a trip. It's a so, trip. Taryn was Joan Crawford, and then the one with the two old white ladies living together. Me and you watched it, PA Wit. We watched it together. Okay, so for those of you cousins, you can't see what's going on. PA Wit is discombobulated. 
And um, because I don't remember any of that. So movie. so we watched whatever happened to Baby Jane. It was a black and white. Um, Joan bit, Crawford, yes, Betty Davis. Yes, and oh, one was sweet. paralyzed, that was, that was and, and I always want to watch black and white. One was paralyzed, and the sister was treating her cruelly, mm-hmm. and she uh, murdered the black uh, caretaker, and she took the sister, and you remember she hit the sister with the car, and that's what paralyzed her. I don't remember that, but that reminds me a lot of okay, that well, Atlanta episode of uh, Teddy. Teddy, Teddy. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't sweet. seen it. Um, oh, girl, you gotta watch that one. I haven't seen that it. I'm not particularly a fan of Atlanta. But we're going to hop back into these questions yes. with our special guest. Another conversation okay. for another day. Okay. So you were a witch most of um, your life? Yes. Okay. Um, that's... That's interesting. Yeah, I was a witch most of my life. Um, yeah, just because it mostly because it was the easiest to do, and then that was always like what what we associated in our house with Halloween was okay. witches. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Um, but you never had any um any resistance from your mom in terms of you know religion and. Halloween, you were able to get out there and trick or treat and never trick or treated. No, no, no. Oh. I did. I trick or treated one year growing up because my mom was very so, and my mom's also a very paranoid woman. Did not trust me at all going out there because for, in her mind, everybody's gonna poison your candy. Yeah, that was you, a big there's thing. gonna be razors. I mean, like razors right. all that in your candy. Thing. Yes, and we we lived in like around this time when I was like growing up. We lived in like a pretty nice like. Upper, like not not even upper middle class, decent middle class neighborhood. Like lots of families, like nobody trashy that's trying to. But then again, you never know. That's how my mom is. My mom is a you never know person. Mm. So I never went trick or treating. I did get to dress up and do whatever school function that we had. Okay, so that was the cool that's part. Nice. But yeah, it wasn't. I only went trick or treating once, and that was with a family friend. And even then, my mom was like, "Let's check all this candy." Okay, so, okay, yeah. all right. Well, you still got to partake. All right. So, Toya, tell us what is it that you love so much about horror films, you know, and how this become one of your favorite genres. So, my brother, who I mentioned earlier, um, and my dad, I guess my dad has always been in the horror films. So, I don't, I didn't have like a great relationship with him growing up, but I guess that that's just something that like kind of bled onto my brother, which naturally bled onto me. Um, so,. I don't know. I don't know how it happened or when it happened. I just remember one of the first movies I, I saw being kind of a horror film. One of the first movies I remember. And I just remember being intrigued by them. And just like, this was back in the day, we had like HBO for like a little bit. And mm. so we would get Tales from the Crypt. And so and then I would watch stuff like Up All Night and stuff like that. So I would watch all these like... Z horror movies on TV and then watch Tales from the Crypt. But I used to be so scared to watch it myself. I would like wait on the stairs because my brother would always take a shower at night. So I'd wait on the stairs for him to be done with his shower. So he and I'd be like, are you ready? Like, c- can we go watch this now? Because I would need to watch it with him. So, so yeah, I think like Tales from the Crypt is what kind of got me into him. I forgot all about Tales from the Crypt. Isn't like uh, somebody doing a reboot? No, that's uh he's doing uh Jordan Peele's supposed to be doing um Twilight Zone. Oh, yes, but I wouldn't be surprised okay, okay. if somebody's doing Tales from the Crypt. You know, I don't remember any specific like Tales from the Crypt episode mm-hmm. other than Tales from the Hood. 
Tales from the Hood is one of my favorite movies of all times. Oh. And I don't remember any episodes either from Tales from the Crypt, but I remember all the Tales from the Crypt movies. So, okay. like, Jada Pinkett Smith was in one uh, oh. when she was just Jada Pinkett, okay. Bardello of Blood, and then Tales from the Hood and stuff like that. that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm going to have to go back and dust something off Girl, yes. and watch some. Like, But that little skeleton, like, he was so mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. He was so scary. I feel like he would haunt my dreams. He was... <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and then i think that that's kind of what like eased me into horror because he was so scary but then he was a little smart ass like mm-hmm, he was funny and mm-hmm. he made little jokes and stuff so it made him kind of likable and like i don't know yeah it was it was a weird weird little combination yeah yeah i just oh gosh you just yeah, brought me so just... many memories i'm not gonna be able to get him out of my head girl like he was... uh, he just popped out the coffin just like oh <laughs> lord i forgot all about that yes that is how yep. he would pop out of the coffin like yep. oh, but it was so good it was it was so good it was so good, was so good. and i didn't realize it was on hbo maybe it wasn't on hbo because okay. i mean we we had basic tv so it, i think i always associated it with hbo because as i got older it was on it HBO. definitely felt like it was on a premium channel but i think sure. it might have been like usa because we oh, okay something like i don't know i don't okay. know maybe nbc i don't know yeah oh lord that was a walk down memory lane talk about <laughs> you know boo honey child you took me back with that one um so what are some of the other films or shows that you remember growing up you know watching that really you know stood out in your memory or you know what was that one that was like the scariest that one that would keep you up at night have to keep the lights on mm. look under the bed all of that like Okay, so early for me, uh, any Nightmare on Elm Street, I always watched anytime those would come on, and uh, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So Jason and Freddy, like, they they birthed me, basically. Like, that that's what I remember watching super early as a kid. And then, so I, I was a TV child. Like, I loved watching TV. I watched so much TV as a kid. Like, whatever was on, I watched. So, uh-huh. The Exorcist actually was one of the first movies I remember watching that scared me so bad that I couldn't go to sleep. And that's the type of scare that I like, which mm-hmm. is real weird. That's, I'm, like, real into that. So, and it was on AMC or whatever, and it's, like, there's a newer version of it where they intersperse, like, creepy pictures of like Linda Linda Blair's face when she's all demonic okay. they'll splash it on the screen it's almost like subliminal messaging where you only <laughs> see it for half a second and you're like wait did I just see what, what was that what okay. was that okay. so that was happening and then there's a scene where she walks down the stairs backwards like upside uh, down it is so creepy and then she just spits blood everywhere after that, I had to turn it off because I was like, oh my God, I, I, I was in my room by myself. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I stayed in bed for the rest of the night, just like freaking out, could not close my eyes. So that, and then actually Tales from the Hood was another one that, mm. so the segment about the the devil dolls, mm. the little voodoo dolls, mm-hmm. I was so scared that I went and talked to every one of my Barbie dolls after that to just let them know that I loved them. Wow. That there was no, like I had no ill will against them. Like, that that messed me that up for scary. a long, long time. Yeah, that, that that was scary. That was and that was right around Toy Story, so it made me think all my dolls mm. could talk and like that they all had this and like you know, consciousness. See, I've never been a big dolls person because I always felt like they were looking. 
So yeah, they were looking at me and like poltergeist clowns. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Like, I don't have time. I'm trying to survive. I just want to have a good night's sleep. You know, I don't know what y'all up to. Okay, but you know, not yep. today. Not today. I That's... did not let them sit out in my room. They were always in a box in my closet. And it, and but then I had and I had a lot of them just because of uh, I had a cousin who worked at Walmart. So okay, we okay. had little stuff like that where mm-hmm, I get free dolls. Mm-hmm, so they all hang out in the closet. And then yeah, after. I saw Tales from the Crypt, I went to, uh, Tales from the Hood, I was just like, look, each one of y'all, come on, we need to have a chat. Wow. Don't come after me, because I love you. Okay. I'm trying to help that you. That was good. That was the right thing to do. Yeah, I think so. You know? I think so. It stopped me from being murdered, so that's good. And you know, at the end of the day, I think if we all could come together as, as a people, and yep. just have a talk. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Teaching compassion at early age. The there Lord. you go. Kanye, if you're listening. Right. Brother. We need to talk. We need to talk. Okay. Like a serious talk. So, you took us down memory lane with some of the throwbacks, you know, tales from the hood and the dolls coming after you. And that's why I still, to this day, don't have any dolls. Not going to have any. <laughs> I do sleep with a sock monkey, but, you know, he's good. He's one Aww, of the good ones. Um, let's talk about some of your favorite horror films and some of your, your least favorite horror films and, okay. you know, what made them so great or so horrible. So, my favorite horror films, I would have to say The Thing, uh, which is 1982, and that's John Carpenter. Um, so, that one, what made it so great for me was the first time I watched mm-hmm. that, I watched it on a laptop mm-hmm. in, in like my mom's living room in our house. Just And I forgot why I think our cable was out or something, so I was like, all right, I'm going to download this movie and like watch this. And I'm sitting there on the couch with the headphones in, and I have never been so creeped out in my life that like I'm watching this movie and I was like looking behind me like, wait, what was that? What was that noise? Yeah. Like getting up, turning on lights. Like what was that? <laughs> so that will always stick with me. And then it's it's just a good movie. It's haunting. It's just very like, it's somber until it hits those like intense uh, moments. Mm-hmm. So that one has always been a favorite of mine. Um, I love James Wan, the director. So he did Saw. He did The Conjuring. Um, he's done Insidious, stuff mm. like that. So all of his movies aren't bangers, but he has a great visual eye for, for how he shoots his movies. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. And then and The Conjuring freaked me out when I first saw that. So that... And then I would say this movie, The Descent, which is like one of my all-time favorite horror movies. It's, I'm not familiar um, with The Descent. It's I think it's Australian or New Zealand, and okay. it's about these female uh, spelunkers. So mm-hmm. they they cave dive, okay. and oh, there's wow. like a little drama going on between them, but. They go on this cave diving trip, mm-hmm. and they end up getting lost in this cave. Of and course. Then all, of course. And then all these little mutated things are living in the cave, so they got to mm-hmm. figure out how to survive on top of not breaking down as a group, as a group mm-hmm. of friends. So it is so intense. It's re- like I saw that. Uh, I used to work in a movie theater, and I watched that, and like I was one of the few people in that theater, and like I remember getting in my car that night and just hearing the noise that those little things make, and just kept looking back at my car like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I need to get home, Same. I need to get home, uh, uh-uh. like letting down all the windows so whatever was in there could jump out. Like, nope, I don't need nothing in this car right now. You was letting down the windows so whatever was in there could jump could, out, could, could get okay. out. Yeah, well, that was nice. Yeah. Of you. I feel like you approach all these things with compassion and understanding. <laughs> I try you to be know practical. I, mean? I try. Be like, look, let me give you a chance to leave. I'm not the victim that you want right now. <laughs> Go find somebody else. Nah, that's, this ain't working. That's hilarious. That is truly hilarious. But yeah, I have to check out the descent. And I know, like, um, 
the thing uh, that's what like, Christian loves that one too. I oh, think that yeah, when, yeah. when we bring it up, everybody's like, oh, y'all are like, ah, yeah, we love that I one. Love so that I got to check that one out. Um, and then, yeah, The Conjuring. I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through, but mm-hmm. Insidious, like, yeah, that was like, what what is happening here? Yeah. This is like, kind of took me back to my, that childhood, like, fear a little bit of like, what? What is mm-hmm. going on? You know, like, I ain't mm-hmm. got time. But, um, those are some good films. Those are some good films. So tell me, what is the last horror film you have watched? So currently, I'm actually watching quite a few right now because I am lucky that I get to. Uh, I met someone at Dragon Con who wanted me to be on a panel for, like, they wanted me to be on the ju- uh, judge for this upcoming horror film contest. Oh, cool! That's so, so I'm watching a bunch of just like small independent horror films right now, which is nice because um, that's just. There's so many great ideas out there that people are bringing out of just so many interesting ways of telling a horror story Mm -hmm. or telling something scary. So that's been cool. But like the one, the most recent that I watched that absolutely terrified me, which that hasn't been a long time, but there's this movie called Hell House LLC. And I found it on Amazon Prime, Mm. one of these random horror movies that I was like, all right, I'm gonna check this out. And it's about this group of friends who they, every year, they do a haunted house. They do a big old haunted house, and every year they try to do it bigger and better. So it's it's like one of those kind of found footage type of movies. Okay, so okay, it's okay. them recording the process of getting this this house that they found in the middle of nowhere ready for Halloween night because they're okay. about to put on their biggest one. So I watched that and I was home by myself. And when I'm, when I watch a horror movie, I love to get in the mood. Ever since I was a kid watching, um, are you afraid of the dark? I would, do this. I would have all the lights off. I close all the blinds. I, I want it to be I have to as watch it. pitch See, black as possible. I'm the exact opposite. I have to watch it with light. It depends if I'm by myself. <laughs> if I'm by myself, yeah. I turn all lights on in the daytime. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you got to set the mood. I love setting the mood. And okay. so I did that with this movie. And I, halfway into it, I paused it. And I was like, this was a bad idea. I was like, I don't like this. I was like, I don't want to do this. I was so scared. I was like so creeped out. Just because it was... It, it plays a lot with like stuff that's hidden in the dark that you oh, can't see. I can't. See, I can't. And stuff that Listen. you, it's in your peripheral that you mm-hmm. don't pay attention to. I can't do it. So, yeah, so I multiple times had to get up, turn on all the lights just to remind myself, like, no, 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 no. This is why we moved into this place because there ain't no hiding spots that mm. somebody could like live in. Mm-hmm. We know we're good. So, so yeah, that was the last movie that like freaked me out. Like, where I was, I had to call somebody afterwards. I was like, can y'all just talk to me? That's how you know. That's how you know when you're real scared. You gotta call somebody. You gotta make sure that you know, (laughs) people know where you are and that you are alive and... I need an adult. I need a friend over here. I need. See, I need something. I'm not able because I'm. I'm real scary, but I. I love that thrill. You mm-hmm, know what I mean. The mm-hmm. excitement of it all. I remember what. Have you seen the Babadook? Oh yes, girl, I love the Babadook. But here's the thing: the Babadook was like progressing really well. Then I feel like it dropped the ball at the end. But mm-hmm. oh, girl, I'm scared. I'm it's scared. Like, and then that little noise that it made, mm-hmm. like all that little clicking and mm-hmm, uh, all that mm-hmm, crap. Yeah, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. so creepy. Yes. It was good. It was good. Yes. So, what do you think makes like a horror movie like really good we talked about sounds mm-hmm. just now you know like what what does it for you for me i am really big on so sound is definitely one thing i love i love when a movie plays with sound and like 
drops out music and doesn't give you what you expect because there's nothing worse than a horror movie that leads you up to a scare uh-huh. by having the strings get all loud and then uh-huh. like a duh like that pisses me off like okay. I, I immediately, it immediately takes me out of a movie so for me I'm real big in the sound and then um and then similar to what I was talking about with Hell House LLC I love a movie that plays on just these kind of basic situations that we go through of like mm-hmm. so you walking down a hallway and you think you see something out of the corner mm-hmm. of your eye but you don't pay attention I to it. it I love that stuff because that that's the type of stuff that gets me freaked out mm-hmm. so I love when a movie plays with that okay so so yeah and then um I also like I like stuff that kind of goes into um so, so like I was talking about with the the brood and uh the taking of Deborah Logan I like movies that play with like how situations like how trauma can manifest mm. itself in weird ways so okay. like maybe a traumatic experience causes somebody to have a mental break or that mental break you know causes you know ghosts hauntings around the house and yeah. stuff like that yeah. so maybe you know a ghost might not be a dead spirit that's looking for you know redemption it could be a manifestation of your own you know mm. mental crap mm-hmm. that you're going through mm-hmm. so little stuff like oh. that yeah. Toya is deep up in this thing, okay? I mean, she she's in her element right now. I am. I am and like, I'm uh, just scared. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just scared and sleeping with all the lights on night and my mama on speakerphone until I go to sleep because I'm not able. But at the same time, I love the thrill of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. a it's exhilarating, even it though it is it's scary. I'm still scarred today from this movie that my aunt let me and my sister watch when we were far too young called Black Baby Doll from Hell. I still have not been Ooh. able to find it. I don't want to find it. I and it was it was scary. And it, I don't even know, y'all. I probably need to talk about it in therapy me. because, <laughs> Lord God, I don't, I don't even know. So we are officially done with all of our questions. But before I let our special guest go today, I'm going to play a game with her. Ooh. And um, she had no preparation for this. Mm-mm. So let's just kind of test... Her horror knowledge. I'm oh, sure Lord. she'll get all of these because she, you know, obviously is about that oh, life. Oh, Lord. I don't know. Okay. I fail. And then P.A. Witt is hey, back with us with, back a, with, the with a piece of chicken <laughs> with a hat to the back. Okay. Yes. Here we go. She didn't bring any for us, but we're going to move on into these questions. So the first one, you know, right off bat, this should be pretty easy for you. Okay. I'm going to step up to the mic just for the people to make it a little bit more intense. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> yes, that that's uh that, that's wait, wait am I am I guessing who that is? Yeah, that's uh Friday Thirteenth, Jason Voorhees. Okay, look at her with the full government. Oh, yeah, okay, full government name. here we go, here we go, and she's gonna get this one too because if you've been listening, you'll know why. I'm not gonna get into it because I don't wanna give it away. Okay. Um, I want to play a game. Oh, saw yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll stay in that same vein. Um. I don't want to do this one. We're going to skip it. It's too easy for you. It's too easy. We're going to move on to the next one. Um, Here we go. Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance. Oh, The Shining. You know, I'm working with a pro here. I'm working with a pro. I'm working with a pro. Working with a pro. Let's see if she can go um, two for two. Here's Johnny. Oh, The Shining. Okay, okay. She got it. She got it. Okay. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Um, um, She's so good. We're just going to go on to the last question here, cousins. Here we go. This is one of my favorites. I don't know if you guys like it, but we'll test our knowledge. <clears throat> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. The craft. Damn! You yes. is not at light. Girl, I didn't even know it. I didn't Girl, know it. Yes. I love the craft. Which, I'm telling you. 
really oh, witch the witch, I should have known. So, like, known. any movie with witches, I was uh, all about it. The craft, they were oh the my coolest God. women I had Girl. ever seen. Yes. Let me tell you, don't you know, after the craft, me and my sister went and rented a book from the local library on voodoo. Because we was I like, we want to figure out how to make people levitate. <laughs> Okay. My and cousin and I, I saw it this summer. I had to stay at my cousin's house. And this is like the first time I had stayed at their house, like ever. And after we watched that movie, we all, like we sat around and we tried to do it. was just me and her. Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, you got to be real still. Stay mm-hmm. still now. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. And then mm-hmm. every time, I felt something lift. Mm-hmm. Did you feel something lift? Like, yeah, I thought yeah. you lifted me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. It's so good. I need to like go back and watch it. And it's just, ugh. Yeah, it's Those coming the to times. the plaza. Those so I'm really, let you know. When please it comes. let me know. Mm-hmm. Please do because it came. Me know. It came last year to the plaza, and so mm-hmm. this is how much I love this movie. Okay. I was like the only person in this movie pissed because everybody came there as like a joke. So they oh, laughing at lines. No. They sitting up here, and I'm like, excuse me, oh, don't do we're that. watching the craft. Y'all need to shut up. Yeah, this is respect. serious. No respect in it. So uh-uh. I was very upset. See, I'm glad I. Ooh, yeah, girl. I was, Ooh. I was so Boom, mad. honey child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, please keep me posted on that because okay. I will be front and center. I and I think I saw something recently about like some type of series that's gonna. Like, it looks sort of like spinoff type okay. vibe of the craft. Um, I have to look that up and see what it was about because okay. it looks good. Um, all right. Well, you know it's about that time to break for dinner, and we don't want to hold our special guest too long. But before I let Miss Murray go, I'm gonna give her an opportunity to share any last thoughts that she would like to, um, in the spirit of horror, Halloween, and you know, all things scary. Because I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess let's see. Cl- closing thoughts. Um, you know, I mean, watch more horror films. I get it. A lot of people, that's not naturally what people gravitate to. But, like, we live in a horror film. Like, our life is horror. Mm. So, it's nice to escape into something where it's, whether you think it's predictable or not, there's a resolve at the end. So, you know, escape into that and then come back to the real world so you can be prepared for the real horrors that exist. That's oh. how I roll. <laughs> If there was a mic to drop, right, boom, I would I would do that. You know, compose stop, compose stop. You know, it's black girl magic (laughs) in these streets. Well, thank you so much um, for coming and hanging out with us on this inaugural revamp, relaunch, reintegration into awesomeness. That is ooh, honey, child. Thank you for having me. Yeah, girl. Thank you, PA Wit. For everything that you did and that welcome. chicken that you did not share with us, right. she's cleaning I the bone. Am real mad about that. She chicken. is cleaning the bone as we speak, cause black. So, good. but it anyways, did not look heated. It did not look cold. heated. Not yes, that's how I like it. Cold. <laughs> All right, because she's, she's cold hearted. So, anyways, guys, um, thank you for rocking with us and our special guest. Until next time, I'm with. Uh, there's PA with and. Uh, and I'm Toya. And there it is. That was so funny to me about the crap. I'm Girl, like, I love it. Because I was like, when you were like going through me, I was like, first of all, she's going to get all of these. <laughs> and I'm, I was supposed to prep for this last night uh, or whatever because I was like, I ain't going to tell her that I'm going to answer these questions. And then I was like, let me throw the craft in there because don't no black people watch the craft. <laughs> that was the mess of the witchcraft. I love that movie, man. It was a boy. <laughs> 
And I was like, I ain't gonna do. I was gonna throw a silence to the lane. I'm like, it's pointless. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that one would have been too easy. Yeah, no, so. I want. I do want us eventually to talk about this whole black folks dying first in the movies mm. thing. I forgot that question. We're going to bring it back. Let's Here we go. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I forgot that question. That, that's something that after some research, I was like, wait a minute. I need a deeper conversation on this. Oh, we're still recording, so it's fine. Okay, good. There we go. No. Oh, you need a refill? She needs a toy refill. Okay. Just a little bit. Hi, cousins. We still here. Um, Back, because we left off a question that we cannot omit for this occasion. And we are talking about... Black folks in these horror movies, and do they make it to the end? Do they make it to the finish line? Toya, what what have you discovered? So, for years, I've always heard, repeated, said, whatever, you know, black folks always die first, blah, blah, blah. But in preparation for this, when I started thinking about it, I was like, well, what movies, though? Because I was thinking, and I was like, well, we kind of live, like throughout most of them now now once you get to like the late 90s and the early 2000s or you know your jason's name whatever mm-hmm. you know jason number 18 whatever you know we, we become less and less important characters but like everybody kind of is it just becomes a kill show at that point mm-hmm. but um from what i was thinking like i was like okay halloween was that resurrection with tyra mm-hmm. banks and uh buster rhymes yep, yep. Um, they made it they, at Busta Rhymes at least made it. I don't okay. think Tyra did. I think okay. Busta did. Well, I think you can never get two to make it. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't. It's always right? got to be one. And that's I true. I still does, know what you did last summer. It's got, that's true. It does have to be one. But but then I was thinking, so even of like um, uh, Freddy, like Nightmare on Elm Street, so uh-huh. there's a black character, King Kane. King Kane makes it through the uh, the third film, which he is, oh. yeah, so he survives the whole thing. Now, granted, he does die first in the the next film mm, but like everybody maybe. who survived the previous one dies so oh, it's like okay. yeah so it's this thing of like Progress. i don't know if i agree with that anymore because i was thinking about it i was like i don't know but let's take it way way back let's, do. let's take it to not a living dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cult classic of course mm-hmm. right which is now available on film truck there you go i like that um with lots of bonus features <laughs> this is the precursor to the walking dead yep. children and yep. there was and a black man. Whole zombie craze. Yeah. Right. This black man. Mm-hmm. And he is, he makes it uh, almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Why couldn't he make it? Why did he have to be gunned down and assumed yep. to be a zombie? Because I think it speaks a lot to society. It does. So what's fascinating, what I love most about that whole thing <laughs> with Night of the Living Dead is that that character was intended to be a white person. So mm. that ending would have happened regardless. I did not know that. That's a revelation. Colorblind cast. That is a fact. It, it, but the guy, Dwayne, I believe that's his name, whatever his name is, he was so good that George uh, George A. Romero was just like, okay, no, 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 I'm going to get this guy. Oh. So they were mm. even shocked how the context okay. that it took on just by having a black man in this role. Okay. So... Yeah, it, and it does, but that it, it says in itself that's the time period that it was. I mean, mm-hmm. this was what 1969 that that mm-hmm, movie came mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm. and like you bet that, that of course they shoot the black man who show up in the window. Like if that if that was today, mm-hmm. they definitely shoot him. Oh, that's definitely a zombie. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting the context that that takes on because of that. So, but he's. I can't remember. Does everybody else die too, or is it everybody in the house kind of survives? I can't remember. I have to I go th- back. Okay, and watch yeah, yeah. It. I think like at least three people in the house. But that is eye opening. I did not realize that originally mm-hmm. they were gonna cast a white 
man in mm-hmm. that role. So that really kind of changes my thoughts Is that about the start it. Start of black people died. I think that the, I think that yes, that's the start of because I mean we we were in <laughs> horror movies like but it was it's terrible yeah, it's ter okay. I mean not if you go to like Who's the thirties and the forties we were always like either background zombies like voodoo zombies or just like bush people in Africa mm. like I mean we were not no 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 it's like you don't go back and watch. And then fast forward, we have Michonne and The Walking Dead, and she's just out here, you know what I'm saying, living her best life. P.A. Witt has a a word. So listen, so whenever we Mm -hmm. did get into the 90s, and we did actually have uh, black people in mainstream, Mm -hmm. or in, uh, yeah, mainstream roles in these films, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the Leprechaun. Yeah. Lest we forget. But Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun in the Hood! And all these black folks survived. Yes. Go ahead. I'm talking about a mainstream, a general market movie. Okay. Why is it that the black kids always die first? But which movies, though? Because we don't. So the only ones is. Uh, what is, I think it's, a, a, no, 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 Scream. Scream 2 is Jada Pinkett, oh, yeah, Jada Pinkett. and Makai, right? Is, no, he, is that Makai? No, Makai was in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer along with Brandy. Who's that the other the dude who was the boyfriend in a uh, rumor he got, he got in killed Scream? in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. That's Makai. That was Makai. Oh, it was Makai. He stabbed him yeah. in Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the only movie that I could think of that you, the black people die first. But, like, outside of that, I mean, so The Thing, that's a movie okay. that's, like, one of my favorite There's ones. black people in it? Keith David is in it. Keith oh. David is, like, the residential right, black man for it. everything in the 80s. Is he a main cast? Main no. character, survives to the end. Fights the, like, and then, so it so he survives, and then, hold on, I got, like, a list somewhere. Because I was like, let me think of this. Um, <laughs> all right, where we at, where we at, where we at? Oh, oh, so outside of that. Uh, oh yeah, and then so Jason and Leprechaun, those are like the only two where it's like black folks, like they show up, and I think it's like Leprechaun number two or three or something like that. But then, like I say, he goes to the hood and he just like it's all that dumb shit. Okay, but yes, go ahead, you go ahead. So, question: If you went into the, uh, if you went into the, uh, so we started being uh, like mainstream mm-hmm. cast members in the late nineties, mid nineties, or whatever, and we start to die quicker um, in the film. So, if you went into the two thousands. Does that trend still live? It's still kind of the same. So that I w- was gonna say on that note, Complex, Complex Magazine or Complex website, whatever mm-hmm. they call yeah. themselves now, they did a list because when I was looking this up, I was like, I was like, cause dang, what what movies do we die first? Cause I could not think of anything. They a, did a list. You know. They have fifty um, horror films. They name all the black people in these movies. Do they die? Yes or no? Do they die first? Yes or no? Of the 50 films, 1% of the films, the black person dies first. Hmm. So I think that it becomes this. What were you going to say? It was Omar Epps. That's Omar, Omar Epps. Epps. That's Omar Epps right. was Jada's right. boyfriend. That's okay, right. anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, back to it. Back to it. <laughs> true. Mm. Very true. Them bald, beautiful black man. But, um. Uh, <laughs> the, but then, because then Tay, Tay Diggs had to come in and then cover up for the other two. Because Sean Michael, whatever his name is. Like. Sean Michael Scott. What, what was that? What's his name? Uh, no. Sean Patrick Thomas. Sean Patrick Thomas. Yeah. Scott is the white guy. That's right. I forgot about him. Um, but yeah, so it's. I don't think it's unproportionate. I don't think it's it's like unproportionate compared to white people in film. The only thing is that the uh, black people who die first are in general market films, and those are the films that we remember the most. So we remember the screens of the 90s and we remember the uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer franchise or whatever yeah. and those black people died 
person or whatever. Was so there a black person that scream in the, the first one? Mm-hmm. They were like minor characters. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if anybody dies in that. So that, so that's what I was thinking too, because even in general market. So I mean, like I was saying with like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Jason, so and Jason, or I mean, there ain't like no black folks in any of the right. Jason movies. Like we show up, but then of mm-hmm. course we're ju- we just show up just to die. But that's just all like think of is those couple of movies exactly and then but then that (laughs) and then but then that becomes this repeated kind of falsehood that's not really true and i think it's because a lot of people don't really watch horror movies Mm -hmm. like folks don't really like horror like that Mm -hmm. and so that becomes an excuse and i and i get that i get it i get why a lot of people don't like horror because a lot of people don't like being scared a lot of people don't like being scared or sometimes to them it's these like cheesy movies let us not forget the hood classic bones Starring a Snoop doggy dog with a fresh perm (laughs) and black exploitation's very own Pam Greer. There you go. I have not seen Bones in so long. I don't remember it. I need to rewatch it. It was kind of trash. It was still scary to a child, wasn't it? I bet. I bet. Something for the hood. Yeah. And see, and that's the end. We got like a few of those movies. We already talked about it. Okay. PA, we've already discussed it. You missed it. Hey, any excuse to talk about Tales from the Hood again. That movie needs more love and it needs more respect than it gets because that is a legitimately great movie with some great performances Maybe we should like, you know, do a little um, screening or something of it. We'll yes. see. We'll see. That could be. That could be fun. Right it doesn't thing. matter. We'll just. <laughs> we'll just. We'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll something out. out. Yeah. Well, there's, well, there's Y'all can go watch it in the lounge. But there's a real. There is a way. A double feature of that and then Leprechaun in the hood. Oh. Let's call it a day. Boom! Right there. Right there. So. Y'all, can we say that people, uh, black people generally think that, or our age of black people generally think that, uh, black people die first in movies because we have not ingested enough horror films I would agree with that. I I think so. Yep. I definitely think so. We don't know enough to, Mm -hmm. the ones that we know, they die first and that's all that we take from it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's, yeah. And it's, I mean, now we, now there's definitely a problem because like we ain't main characters in them. Like, I mean, the most main character you get is probably Brandy and Makai and and Scream or whatever, like blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like no, we're we're definitely not gonna be the lead in us. But then that also kind of goes into of even how black people engage your horror films. And that's what I was about to say. You have to understand like what is the appetite or what is the perceived appetite Mm -hmm. of horror movies as it pertains to the black community, Mm -hmm. right? And so they have these limited amount of numbers that say, well, or, you know, research that says black (laughs) people don't (laughs) want to consume this type of content and it's witchcraft and it's ah, ah, and all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff or whatever, but, like, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, okay? And we love horror, because, like, now, when I worked at a movie theater, that's the one thing that I noticed every Friday night, Friday and Saturday, whatever new horror movie came out, it could be straight up trash, but you're going to have a good group of black folks who come just to hang out and watch really? the movie. I would never, I would that, never that, that, that shocked like, me of, but like that, like Friday nights, those last showings, it was always either couples or just like a group of friends going in to go see a horror movie because they just like to sit there. They'll talk at it. They scream, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget seeing Halloween resurrection. And there was this, uh, this woman in there who was talking at the screen and I take my movies very seriously. Mm-hmm. I do not like people talking in movies. So I was like, oh, shh. And she was like, I know somebody ain't telling. So I just like snuck down. I was like, uh. Like, that ain't me. That ain't me. But yeah. But, but But then I also think that it's also 
black people, like, when we see ourselves in movies, it's a constant, we ain't gonna be put in that situation. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't do that. So yeah, it's like, true. we ha- we would, there would have to be a specific type of movie made for us, kind of by us in that way, of, like, something Fubu. that pertains, and FUBU in it, something that pertains to, like, black people being in a horrific situation that, they can relate that to. we can relate to, exactly. And Mike Epps tried to do that with Meet the Meet. The, was it Meet the Blacks? Have y'all seen that? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we need we need a serious yeah. we need a serious like. You like on the buff. That was a horror movie. Girl, <laughs> who you telling? Okay, that's, that's another episode for another day. <laughs> that's but, true. Um, that was that was that was, true. that was crazy. Yeah. Um, Trying to get out the damn hood. Trying to get out there. Exactly. 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 That is true. That is true. And that's why Get Out was so, did such a great job. And I think that's why people resonated with that movie so much. Because like, it's relatable, even if you're not in that situation of dating a white person and having that fear. We all got that fear of white people. Like, there's some sinister, oh, well, what are they actually thinking about? That's good. What are they actually doing? And Jordan Peele, he pushed the envelope with that one. I mean, everybody was talking about it. We don't really trust. I mean, like, we we do trust. Mm -hmm. If we were to fall in love with a a partner of a different race, like, or basically Caucasian or whatever, like, we trust them. You can love them and trust them, but will you... But what about your parents? I don't know your people, yep. Like, hold the same values as as you do or whatever, so, like, that was crazy. Like, go home to meet the family and having to live with a group of white people, basically, for a certain amount of time. Like, that's scary kind yeah. of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, cause you don't know who's mm-hmm. racist and who's not exactly like, people can be in the back of their head like I hate him or yep. whatever I hate and that's why that movie was so successful because it tapped into that it tapped into that natural fear of like that we have coming into any situation with people who aren't who don't look like us because we already know how that mode of thinking works and then exactly and then on top of that just making it a straight up horror movie where he's got all this great sound design he has all these great moments where it, it plays out like a typical horror film. And it's like, so. whatever you thought really was the truth, like in the back of your head, it really... It really yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. Really that, oh, so it's like, movie. that's what, my hope is that after that movie, you know, that opens up the door for more films like that, but mm-hmm. Jordan Peele is also a very specific type of thinker and filmmaker. Uh-huh. So, and then again, horror film is a very niche type of, it's a, it's a niche genre anyway. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really want to mess with. Mm-hmm. So, also, if somebody else did that same concept again, it would be boring. Ah, that would suck. Yeah, it. nah, like, somebody better not touch that. You know, again. white people in the back of their heads well, I mean, are afraid. Didn't <laughs> that Gabrielle Union movie that we didn't it know did, about try to do something similar? So, it's so, it, it, so I went and saw it, went and saw it with, because uh, I, so I, Another guilty pleasure of mine. I love um, trash movies. I, yeah, I love, I love trash movies. I love trash movies, breaking and entering type stuff. I'm all about that. I'm all about like people being locked inside of a house. I don't know. That's a weird Did little you like genre. Panic like I never actually saw Panic what? Room because that one so that one looked like trash. But I don't know. Was it good? Um, yeah. I, you will enjoy it. Okay, if you like people locked inside okay. of things. Did you see the other one where she was on the plane? And like her daughter disappeared, and she's Ooh, like, "Where's my daughter?" No. I think it's called Flight Plan. I'll look it up. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think I did see that. Okay, yeah, I like barely remember it. Okay. Um, I know, and that, that's like a classic in that genre. But that's like the one that I always skip. I like, like never saw it. Like still, like the the little girl inside of the room, and like her mama like running through the house or whatever. Yeah, it's not still. Her mom's like running through the house. 
But, yeah. Like, just her in the room, like, talking, like, doubt all the shit. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. Get out. Like, you don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's multiple combinations of but the no, with the with the Gabrielle Union movie though, like race is not an issue in it at all. So mm-hmm. it's like so she's just a mom trying to protect her children and these guys are just we're trying to get, you know, whatever we were told is in that house. What is it that we didn't see? What is it that we need to see, like in this Gabrielle Union movie that we haven't already seen before in some type of like, you know, compilation or and that's why, the, why would we go see it? Yeah, yeah, true. Because <laughs> there, there's, I mean, yeah, there's no reason to see that movie unless it's just like, oh, I like Gabrielle Union right. or or I like yeah, these I type of movies. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, so that's, I mean, I think that's the problem when it comes to just representation in general that like these ideas are out there. It's black folks making, you know, incredible stuff. We got great ideas for horror and for, for all different types of genres. But, like, we're just not given the chance to make those movies. And I did a panel at Dragon Con that was about women behind the camera of horror movies. And that's the same thing, is that a lot of women just don't get the opportunities. Or, like, if they make a movie and it's not as successful as the male counterparts, then women have to go into television or whatever. They're Mm -hmm. not given a second chance. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, men can make whatever trash movie they want. It tanks, doesn't do well, but then they can make something else. Exactly. And, like, they get that second second chance women don't get that people of color don't get that at all of just like nah right. if you you better make this one movie a success or if not we're done we don't want to do it if men get 80 percent then that means that white women if white men get uh 80 percent then white women may get like uh 40 percent and then yeah. that means that the black people get 20 percent exactly and the black men they may get 20 percent but the black women they get 10 percent of the well, chance or whatever according to bit midler women are the n-word uh, oh yeah, I saw America. that. I saw she that. Said it? She said she well, got that, drugged. She that that's a quote. That's a she quote from too. from she John Lennon back in the seventies. He had a song called "Woman Is the the N Word mm. of the World." So yeah, so that that's what she was quoting because at the time he was real big on like what happened to Angela Davis. Okay, he was like fighting for her and stuff like that. So that's what he made that song of just like, oh well, women are put in this place where gotcha. they're the N Word. So yeah, that that's see, where was Bet was Bet trying see, to help us. See, Ben was trying to help us, but it sounds tone deaf, you know, in yes. 2000. And this is why I appreciate um, Toya, because <laughs> she comes in with the context, the background. She knows her stuff. Okay. And just like that, I've become educated and enlightened. Yay. And we appreciate her. I'm just all about, you know, pass the information on because I think, you know, in the social media world, we only get pieces of information mm. and then we get all, you know, up in arms. And I get it. I get it, you know, but it's we, we got to look at the context before we start, like, tarring and feathering folks out here. We follow people who are like us, so that means that we only have information from people that who are like thing. us. Very so. true. Yes. So each more each one, teach one, less yeah. you know, just doing your own thing and taking it I've been sipping on wine, it's time to wind down. <laughs> so again, thank you, Toya Murray, for joining us. And y'all know we still didn't talk about it. Uh, well, we but I, I guess the precursor to, the, right. to okay. the conversation. Okay. You know?